0: Our scripture reading this morning is from John 8 12 through 15. When Jesus spoke again to the people, he said, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness, but will have the light of life. The Pharisees challenged him, Here you are appearing at your own witness. Your testimony is not valid. Jesus answered, Even if I testify on my own behalf, my testimony is valid, for I know where I come from and where I am going. But you have no idea where I came from or where I am going. You judge by human standards. I pass judgment on no one. Would you please pray with me? Dear Lord, thank you so much for this beautiful morning as we gather together in your house to worship you. Thank you for the new year, the rain you have sent us, and all the blessings you have given us and this church. Thank you for our time. We have been blessed with Ron and his family, and we are looking forward for Tyler and his family to join us next week and the blessings that they will bring. May Jesus' light shine through him and his family as they come part of us. Please be with Mike today as he brings us your message. Lord bless him as he does this. May our hearts and minds be open as you deliver your message through him. And would you pl- please pray the Lord's Prayer with me Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not in temptation but deliver us from evil. With thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever. Amen.
1: Thank you for downloading our podcast. Make sure to subscribe to get new ones every week. And don't forget to check out First Methodist Sweetwater's website and social media. Please enjoy today's special message. It's my honor and pleasure to introduce someone to you that really needs no introduction. Mike Marley will be coming up to give our message this morning and think about the things that Mike has been involved with just in the last four or five years as the Ad Council Chairman Helped a lot and helped run the cafe event that we had out at uh, Lost. And then through this Global Methodist Church process, how many times he had meetings, uh, sent out information, and provided information for all of us. And it went so smoothly between what he and Ryan took care So at this time, I'd like to ask Mike to come forward and bring you your morning message. Good morning. Good morning. What a what a beautiful Christmas season we just had. You know, I'm looking. This is the last morning we'll get to see the decorations in the auditorium. So take take a minute to look around, and it's one of my favorite things of the year is to see this church decorated. Uh, just a special special thing. Uh, Something else is Christmas. The the choir and music team. Oh my goodness, where's Brian? I don't, I don't see him. Anyway, <laughs> I still don't see him. Music team just outstanding this this past month or so. It's just they're always really good, but it was a true blessing to hear uh, all the wonderful music. Guys, I also took some time over the last few weeks to watch some old movies, maybe, maybe you did too. Uh, I actually went back the other day and watched It's a Wonderful Life, back in the original format, the old black and white, the four by three, and uh, we were sitting there and Stacy said, you know, I've never seen that before and I bet we've seen that movie a hundred times and, and uh, it's just different when you look at it in the old way. Uh, we saw White Christmas again. Uh, Chevy Chase and Christmas Vacation. Um, Smile smile if you remember this line. If I woke up tomorrow with my head sewn to the carpet, I wouldn't be more surprised. (laughs) Does that ring a bell with anybody? Uh, Something else that Christmas brought to me this year. It's kind of new. I don't know how much YouTube you guys watch, but uh, YouTubers now will go out And just show everything decorated wherever they are and uh, sitting in the living room watching them go by and just drive by different places in the country that I've been to seeing it all decorated I enjoyed that a lot this year that was that was different Um, it wasn't all TV though some of the things that I really enjoyed um, I took a moment my wife Stacy was decorating our tree, and unfortunately, she does it by herself every year. But I'm watching, and and it's just beautiful. It's one of the most it's 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 one of my favorite things. And she does such a nice job with that. And and seeing it every morning when we wake up, that's that's always special. Um, I call them the kids, and they're sitting out here today. The kids getting up early on Christmas morning. Is that special for y'all too? It's They're not kids anymore looking at them, but uh, that is very, very special. Uh, early morning Christmas cheese toast at the Ruffin's house. That's, if you don't know about cheese toast, ask Kent and Susan sometime about cheese toast. Uh, it's It's a tradition that I've always really, really enjoyed. And of course, Jesus being born in Bethlehem. That's That was a big reminder this Christmas as well. But a spoiler alert alert this morning. um, Jesus was born in Bethlehem, but the light of the world is here. You know, speaking of movies and TV, have have you seen The Chosen? I've I've started to watch The Chosen and uh, I'll tell you what, it's really affected me. The uh, the, chosen, the, uh, the whole idea of being in the same place as Jesus and watching that interaction, it's deeply affected me. That's, that's, that's been a, a special TV moment for me this year. Um, if you haven't seen it, I, I don't know if it would affect everyone the same way, but just, just seeing that interaction that he had with those around him, uh, it was very moving to me. I've always wondered, what what would it be like to be in a room with Jesus? Last week, Ken Becker uh, was talking about our church, and uh, he named a long list of ways that you guys as the people of God serve as the hands and feet of Jesus. So I went back and I I made a list of what he said. And and he mentioned some things in particular. Gaylord's Pantry. Grief Share. Young Men's Summit. Be the Sermon Sunday. CDO. March to the Manger. Mission Trips. Youth Activities. Kingdom Kids. I mean, the list was long. I mean, all the different ways that you participate in the life of Sweetwater and the life of First Methodist Church. There were, there's too many things to list here. In this, in this moment, we could talk all day about how you serve as the hands and feet of Jesus. And that brings Jesus into our midst. You know, I'm thinking in that regard and looking at you this morning, it's very humbling to be here with you. It's that goodness of God that I can see in each and every one of you that makes me want to be a better person. Ken also made another very good point last week about New Year's resolution and how the New Year just seems to welcome the idea that we should make resolutions. So I'm wondering if you've made any New Year's resolutions. I mean... I know I have. It's really a continuation of last year. Last year I decided in January I was going to lose 30 pounds. That was that was my goal. That was my resolution. I can tell you today that I didn't reach the goal but I'm going to continue the goal and so I'm going to tack on this year because in 12 more months I'm sure I can lose 30 pounds and the good news is I only have 40 more to go. But seriously, this is a good time to reflect a little bit about the changes we would like to make in our, in our lives. Uh, I wrote down what Ken said. He said, it's important to remember that God invites us to put the past behind us and start over. Not just at the beginning of the year, but every single day of the year, we're given that opportunity. For those of you that don't know, I'm a, I'm a history teacher by day on most days. And I honestly couldn't tell you exactly why I chose to get a college degree in history. Uh, coming from Sweetwater, some of you may know Coach Al Hunt. Uh, I had Coach Hunt in a junior level history. And that was probably the reason for the decision that I made to do that. He, w- he was inspiring to me. He still is. Such a good guy. Uh, I just wanted to do what he did. Uh, But in hindsight, as I've gotten older, I can see there were Christ in his actions all the time. Uh, He was a great leader. He set such a good example. Uh, Are the Houstons here this morning? Steve Houston. I think everybody knows Steve Houston. Steve Houston was another coach of mine when I was little. Steve was my Little League baseball coach. Uh, Boy, he was a good one to... Uh, it's, it's been fun for me to watch him live out his Christian life, not only on a baseball field, but in this church. Um, I've, learned, I've learned so much by watching you guys. And there's so many others. I mean, we could we could spend all day talking about how you live your life and your actions and how that has taught others um, how to live their life. And I just want to say thank you for, for all that you do for Christ because it makes such a difference in this world. You know, talk about Coach Hunt. Some of you went to Sweetwater High School back in the day, and I, I'm talking about a long time ago when, when it's for me. Um, lots of memories there. Sweetwater High School, the cafeteria is something that really made such an impression on me can't speak about it today, but back then, homemade bread was cooked every day. Uh, I don't know, the food was just terrific. Uh, Mustang cake on Fridays, that was a never miss kind of thing. Uh, the snack bar line had two pound blocks of Rice Krispie Treats. It was Cairo syrup and peanut butter, and that thing, you could have uh, hammered a nail with it, and uh, it, it literally weighed two pounds, and I probably, uh, This is starting to sound like my resolution problem, isn't it? (laughs) Look, I've I've got to focus a little bit more here. But does anybody remember those Rice Krispie Treats like I do? Yes, yes, yes. That was was a standard thing. Uh, All right, so looking through the lens of history, I'm a history teacher. So looking back at history, I, I I told you I was curious. What is it like for people who lived back when Jesus lived, what was it like for them? I mean, Jesus came to earth. So I did a little research. Um, A typical day for the average person living around Jesus was not easy. Uh, Most people were poor. They were poor peasants. They worked as farmers, shepherds, fishermen. Uh, They faced oppression. Lots of injustice in the world. They dealt with the constant threat of war, famine, disease. Hardships for people in the time of Jesus were many. Food was scarce. It was also very expensive. Uh, People would eat insects just to survive. Now, talking about YouTube, I saw just the other day some people eating crickets on YouTube, talking about how good they were. I don't know if you've seen that. I just, I can't, I'm not buying it, though. I mean, but, uh, but back in Jesus' day, though, people, people were just looking for something to eat. It was, it was very difficult to survive. Um, things, things aren't like they were or are today. Sanitation wasn't really a thing back then. There was no real medical care. People suffered from terrible illnesses. Uh, most people died as kids. Women often died at childbirth. Life expectancy was very low. Uh, The average age of people was 30 or less. Roman occupation was brutal and offensive. The Romans, they imposed very harsh laws, heavy taxes, and cruel punishments on people. Social conflicts dominated the culture. Society itself is divided into groups. Each had its own interpretation of how we should do things. Those different groups in Jesus' day excluded and discriminated against the other groups. You know, it's almost sounding a little bit like today. Um, People often disagreed and they argued with each other. And it didn't really matter what. They argued about all kinds of things back then. The world was definitely in turmoil. There was lots of suffering, lots of hopelessness. However, into that darkness, the light of the world was born. In the Gospel of John, Jesus says, I am the light of the world. Whoever follows me will never walk in darkness but we'll have the light of life. So there it is. The light of the world was there. And I can tell you assuredly, today, the light of the world is here in Sweetwater, Texas, in First Methodist Church. You know, let's let's remember that, not just today, but every day in this coming year. You know, you could ask, is the planet Earth really that much different today than it was a couple of thousand years ago? And if you look at technology, the answer is absolutely yes, it is very different. Technology has really changed all those things that we've talked about, but we still have disease, we still have illness, we still have groups. Have the people of the earth changed that much? I I would say probably not. But then you turn the light on. Guys, Jesus still chooses to show up in the middle of the darkness. He comes in unexpected and small and simple ways. His light advances. And the darkness is forced to retreat. And it really doesn't matter how much the darkness fights back. It has not and it will not overcome the light. So then, we too are going to show up. We're going to show up in the darkness and we're going to shine the light. Love is needed today just as, it, just as much as it was needed back then. This is definitely a time of hope. It's a time of love for the people who follow Jesus. It really doesn't matter that we don't or didn't live on earth when Jesus did. He left us instructions. He, he left us his example. And then people like you and me can carry the light. Jesus is the answer. His is the love that this world needs. So really the question for us today is, are we going to allow Jesus to love the world through us? You know, through our actions. Because make no mistake, the light of the world is here. So we choose we choose to believe in him to repent our sins to receive his forgiveness and then forgive others we follow him we obey him we love him we serve him we worship him we thank him we praise him we trust him we hope in him We read his word, we share his gospel, and we express our gratitude. Now may God continue to bless us and reveal his love and grace and truth to us. Amen.